Good morning. This is Sunday, March 29th. Man, what a song that is. You listen to those words. This is You Are the Limit with Mindset Matters. It's a church version of Mindset Matters. Now, this is non-denominational. You don't have to be a specific religion to, to listen to this. But a forewarning, we do talk a lot about God on this episode. I do not discriminate. God is God. What I believe is we're from one creator and that's it. One God and that's it. Think about it. It We don't have multiple gods sitting above us watching over us. And the Catholic God says, it's my turn. I'm going to go ahead and make one. And the Christian God steps up on the next one. It's my turn. I'm going to make a Christian human being this time. Protestant one steps up and says, no, it's my turn this time. I'm going to make a Protestant one, a Lutheran one, etc. There's one creator. We come from one source. That's my belief system. And that's God. I've used the word source. I've used the word creator. I've used the word God. And I also believe that God's not above us. He's a higher power, yes. But I don't believe he's some person like watching, looking down on the ant farm, right? God's among us. God's with us. He's interacting in our lives daily. God is in each and every one of us. Let me ask you a question. Reflect on this for a second. If you knew the person that you're looking at, sitting across from or encountering or your kids or your parents or your family members, if you knew that God was inside of them, would you treat them differently? Why would that change for you? If your spouse, your partner, your kids, your your parents, the person you're talking to, you're looking across from, and you think for a second, wow, there's God in that person. Would you treat them differently? I think what this coronavirus has done, and people have heard me say it, is it's given us a whole new appreciation for life. The great part is, is I've been hearing that they've been doing individual prayer sessions, like everybody getting together globally, but in their individual house and praying at the same time, praying to God that this ends. Now that's good and that's bad, right? It's great because everybody's getting together and praying to God. So coming together individually, right? Not as a congregation, but individually coming together to pray to God is one. Now, why is that bad? That's bad because it took something like this, this coronavirus to do that. To get people together. To get people to pray to God. You know, you hear people say that their church is shut down, right? All the churches are shut down. The buildings are shut down. They, they're not getting together on Sundays for, for mass anymore, for church. But let me ask you a question. Is your church shut down? Now, when I talk about church, I'm referring to your relationship with God. That's the real church. How long has your church been shut down? 
Why all of a sudden does something like this have to happen for your church to reopen? Your individual church. Your relationship with God to reopen. Reflect on that for a second, please. You know, in the beginning you heard a little snippet of a song called Waymaker. And that's what God is. God makes ways. He makes paths within your life to get you to certain places, to get you to your higher purpose, for you to learn, for you to grow spiritually. Now, don't ask him to do something and step in front of him and try to control the situation yourself and do it yourself. Because here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm victim of that. I, I'm guilty of that, I should say. That's the real term. I'm, I'm guilty of that. Hey, God, I need you to do this. This is what I want. This is what I'm asking. And then I step in. I'm trying to control the situation and do it for him. When I don't even give God a chance. You know, in the past, and it didn't take the coronavirus, but in the past, my faith has not been the greatest. And that's the reason why I'm doing this whole podcast and this whole, especially today, today's podcast is to help people with their faith with their spirituality, with their relationship with God, with their relationship with themselves. Because I think nowadays as a human race, it ain't great right now. We lost all connection with ourselves. We lost all connection with the present moment. And most importantly, we've lost connection with God, our creator. And we've taken life for granted and think that life is our responsibility. We create life. We do life. We make things happen. And yes, we do work and achieve things. But it ain't solely on us. And I think now people are starting to realize that when everything's been taken away from them, who are they leaning on now? Now people are praying to God. Now people are coming up with different ways on how to reach out to God and reach out to each other. Now people are going outdoors and running by themselves, connecting with nature. Instead of doing other things and, and neglecting nature. Now people are appreciating their houses, their homes, each other. Instead of ne neglecting all that. They're coming up with creative ways to get together individually in their own home. Because they miss that connection. Now you hear people say that I miss... I miss school. I wish I can go back to school. I, I wish I can go back to work. There's that appreciation that everybody lost sight of. See, we get caught up in the daily, day, daily grind of life, right? And we lose focus on what it's really all about. And then all the simple things get taken away from us. And all of a sudden, we learn to appreciate them again. They always say that you don't realize what you got until it's gone. That's what's going on right now. So right now, I want to take a second. And so I read this book. It's called Jesus Calling. It's by Sarah Young. It's devotions for every day of the year. So it goes through every single calendar day of the year. And it does devotions every day. So I want to read today's devotion, March 29th, real quick. It says, stop trying to work things out before their times have come. Accept the limitations of living one day at a time. When something comes to your attention, ask me whether or not it is part of today's agenda. If it isn't, 
release it into my care and go on about today's duties. When you follow this practice, there will be a beautiful simplicity about your life, a time for everything and everything in its time. A life lived close to me is not complicated or cluttered. When your focus is on my presence, many things that once troubled you lose their power over you. Though the world around you is messy and confusing, remember that I have overcome the world. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Wow. That's incredible. That is incredible. Think about that for a second. How many times do we get caught up in our lives with the daily clutter and we worry about the future, we worry about the past, we worry about what we've been through, what we have to do? He's saying, leave it in my hands. If it's not on today's agenda, then let it go. Surrender. There's a word for you. Surrender. How many times do we worry about things that doesn't even have anything to do with the present moment? That has nothing to do with what we're going, we're going to do today. Maybe it has something to do with six months from now, but we're stressing about it today. Why? That's what he's saying. The world out there is crazy. But when you keep your church open, Right? Not close it, but if you keep your church open, meaning keeping yourself closer to Him, to God, you don't feel that clutterness. You feel a peace. You feel a divine love. You feel a calmness. I've experienced that myself, and it's true. We get so caught up with everything in life. He's saying, let me handle it. The world is nuts. We live in a fallen world. Why are you trying to take on the world? God's defeated the world. I don't know about you, but I want somebody like that on my team. He's already defeated the world. It's impossible to defeat the world by myself. It's impossible for you to defeat the world by yourself. It's not possible. You just can't do it. So if he's saying, let me do it, I've already defeated the world. Why aren't we doing that? Why are we closing our churches? Our personal churches? I honestly think there's a lot of symbolism in what's going on in this world right now at this moment with this coronavirus. Everything's shutting down. Because everyone's scared. And yes, this is serious. I'm not downplaying what's going on whatsoever. This is serious. But how many times... Do you take something on head on or you're so caught up in your daily life and then all of a sudden you get really scared and you just shut down? Instead of turning to God, you shut down completely. And God's, uh, God's looking at you like, I can't help you. God isn't going to help the people that don't want help because he can't. You have to let him in. And what this is saying is go to him and see if what you're worrying about is on today's agenda. Go to him with your daily problems. Right? 
That's what we fail to do. We fail to go to him on the daily. We fail to go to him on different things. And you know what? More importantly than that, we fail to surrender. Even when we ask. He's trying to let himself in our lives. And we fail to surrender. Right? So here's what I want for you right now. I want you to do a little reflection. I want you to sit sit and relax and close your eyes for a second. And I'm going to play a song for you. Now I'm going to I want to thank I want to thank Cody Cody Carnes for this version of Run to the Father. I'm going to play it real quick. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to really soak in the words cuz the words are so beautiful. Be- beautiful words. So I want you to think about everything in your life. Everything in your life. And while you're thinking about everything in your life, picture it in your mind. I want your eyes closed and I want you to take some deep breaths and I want you to listen to these words. If these words don't move you, then there is something going on in your life where you need to seek God even harder. Because every time I hear this song, it brings me to tears. In fact, I was talking about this song with my daughter and I was it was playing in my in my car and we got in a deep discussion about it. And she started crying. So if this song doesn't move you, then seriously, you need to seek God harder. So sit back, close your eyes, and give this song a listen, please.
Wow. Wow. I was in tears just sitting here listening to that. Think about what that song says. One of the lines in the song is, he pulls you in just as you are. How many times do we feel, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect. I can't go to God. He's not going to accept me for who I am. There's things that I've done in my life that he's just not going to accept me. He won't forgive me. God created you. God knows you're going to mess up. God already knows the mistakes that you're going to make. Because he created you. So he already accepts you for who you are. And I know there's that fear that that people don't want to turn to God because they're ashamed of who they are and what they've done. The mistakes they've made. But God already already knows that we're going to make mistakes. He created you. Like I said, he predicted all that was going to happen. He knew that. Come on now. I even tell myself that because I myself have made mistakes and I I myself sometimes didn't turn to God for that reason because I was scared. Is he going to accept me for, for who I am and the mistakes that I've made in my life? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Especially now in these times, God is asking you to run to him. God is asking you to not shut down your church personally with him. I'm not talking about the building. The church I'm talking about is your relationship with him. Don't shut that down. The buildings may be shut down, but open yourself to God. And this is what humanity needs going forward. We need to open ourselves to God and be there and and ask him. Like it said in the book, Jesus calling, right? Ask him if it's on our agenda for today. And if it's not, don't worry about it. He's got it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine for one second how stress-free your life would be if you sat back, looked at everything you're stressing about? Okay, yeah, that's not happening today. Okay, go ahead, God, take this one. This isn't happening today. God, go ahead and take this one. Uh, This ain't happening today. God, go ahead and take this one. Oh, but this is happening today. God, how do you want to handle this? Oh, like that? Okay, cool, right on. And you go about your day. Simplicity. Wholeness. Oneness. Calmness. A peace. This would allow you to be fully present in your day. God promises abundance. For every single human on earth, he promises abundance. So why are we worried about and acting in lack of things, right? Like we're going to run out of things. He promises abundance. He says, don't stress about that. I got that. That doesn't have nothing to do with today anyways, in your present moment. Enjoy life. Enjoy today. It's like you stepping outside of your house and before you do, Somebody telling you, don't even worry about anything today. Just worry about getting from point A to point B and and enjoy and really experience where you're at. Everything in the background and everything like that, I got it. Don't even worry about it. I'm going to handle everything. It's like having a, a, a person plan your trip for you and set everything up. All you have to do is just enjoy all the activities. That's pretty much what God is saying. See, everyone says life is hard. Life isn't hard. It may be challenging at times, but it's not hard. We make it hard. Our egos, our analytical minds make it hard, like I've said in the past, right? God's sitting sitting there watching us like, you're making this way too hard, kids. 
Because we're all his kids, technically, right? He's looking at all these kids running around, stressing out, making life hard on themselves. And he's sitting there saying, guys, come to me. It's easy. It's not as complicated as you make it to be. That's what he's telling us. Listen to the song. Run to the Father. Ask and you shall receive. But surrender at the same time. That's what he's asking you. He wants you to ask, but leave it in his hands. Surrender. There's that word again, surrender. Because in the beginning, what was that song saying? He's the way maker, right? The way maker. He makes the way. How many times, like I've said, how many times have we tried to control everything in our lives? That just, all that does is it's it's us taking on the world attitude, right? But the stress that that brings, imagine the, the whole entire planet Earth up on your shoulders. That's the amount of stress that brings trying to take on the world and trying to take on everything yourself and not including God. That's what that feels like. That's why there's depression, anxiety. I mean, come on, anxiety. How many people are anxious out there? God say, don't be anxious, be calm. Be calm when you come to me and bring me your problems. Let me handle these things. I defeated the world. There's no anxiety in that. There's no depression in that. He's saying, be happy. But how many times do we try to take it on ourselves? I do the same thing. Our job is to have faith and trust that everything will work out for the higher good. All of what we go through is to build strength, but it's also to gain appreciation for the next step in our lives that God has planned for us and enjoy what's in front of us. All we have to do is keep our churches open, our personal churches And again, that's the relationship with God, yourself, between you and him. But I'm going to ask you this question. I was talking about it earlier. Why does it take something like a coronavirus for everybody to come together at one time and pray? For everybody to start appreciating just going to work? I mean, how many times have you heard people complain about work and all of a sudden they cherish it? (laughs) Come on. Why does it take something like that to happen? Right? I mean, it's such a beautiful thing, this appreciation that it's bringing. And yes, I'm saying, I'm not downplaying coronavirus. I got to say this because I know people are a lot, a lot of people are scared right now. I'm not downplaying the seriousness of what's going on because it is serious. But how many times are we, you know, out there washing our hands now? We should have been doing that before. The cautiousness and the awareness that this is bringing. The problem is we've gotten so far away from all of that. Right? That this is bringing us back to the basics, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're relearning the basics right now. The basics of life. Be cautious. Wash your hands. Right? Sneeze into your arm instead of on somebody's food. I mean, mean, these are things that... These are the basics, ladies and gentlemen. We should have known already. Now, some of... some of the other things going on, social distancing and not in places shutting down. I, I get that. That's in, in, in caution of the seriousness of this, this the uh, virus going around. And that's fine. But the basic appreciation for life, we're learning again. Because we've gotten away from that. These are all things and much, much more we've all taken advantage of. The basics of life, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're looking at things with more gratitude. Of course, a little bit more fear, a little caution, but sometimes that's not a bad thing, right? Like I said. 
We're living with no caution and appreciation for life. Just doing the daily grind, worrying about things. And he says in there, it says, put in my hands, right? So in that respect, it's great. God told us, don't be afraid. And God told us to appreciate life and make the best of the present moment. Put it in his hands if it has nothing to do with today. And in the end, that's the big takeaway and lesson to learn from all of this. We need to take our faith, love, and kindness to the next level. Not just for Corona, but from here on out. We need to change. We have divided each other by race, ethnicity, and different religions. And although we're separated in social distancing right now, this type of thing brings people together. And that's how we should be living anyways. At the end of the day, no matter who you are or what you identify with, there's only one creator and one source. One to give thanks to. One to appreciate. One who created us and accepts us for us. One who loves us no matter what. One not to be scared of, but to be one with. So like I said, even though the buildings are closed, don't shut down your personal church ever. Your personal relationship with the Creator, with God. Appreciate life in each other. Love one another. Respect each other. And give thanks and appreciation to the one who created you. God is not just above you, but He's among you. So act if that's the case. Appreciate life. I ask for an end to all this corona madness. But more so, I ask that we learn from this crisis. And appreciate life and each other a lot more than we do. God, thank you for showing us how precious life is. Heal us and improve us going forward. And rid all of us, of this corona madness. Thank you for your time today. Like I said, I know the church buildings are are shut down, but I hope this gives you a little church for today. Never shut your personal church down. Appreciate each other and love each other. Check out my other podcasts. You are the limit. Mindset matters. Thank you so much for listening in today. You can catch me at youarethelimit.com. And also on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all the other good stuff. I'm on, currently I am on Spotify. I'm working on Pandora, iHeartRadio, iTunes, all that stuff. So I'll be on every platform pretty soon. I'm working on that. But for right now, have a great day and enjoy this time with family. And God bless every single one of you. Thank you.